2: This is a podcast from Minute Media.
0: Welcome to Sportsfire, the sports comedy podcast that's coming back to New England to look for my iPad. I'm your host, Adam Weinerman. You can find us on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, ESPN2 pantsing all the announcers on the baseball Nerdcast, scribbled out on A-Rod's game notes next to pull-out stuff, and carving out room for Jesus between Urban Meyer's groin and a mysterious ass. Coming up next, like 3,000 characters. But first, let's take a quick trip through the headlines. Sunday night in Foxborough, Tom Brady returned to face his former team, the New England Patriots. And though rain fell down from the skies, I can guarantee Brady was still sun-kissed. Brady broke the all-time passing yardage record after referees randomly decided to adjust his completed pass to Mike Evans by one yard, the first suspicious thing to ever happen to Brady in New England. 20 clean years and then boom, our first ever funny feeling on Sunday night. Brady's Bucks took home the win after Nick Folk's potential game-winning field goal doinked off Brady's father's bare chest. On Sunday afternoon, many Saints lost to Newark. The 0-3 New York Giants walked into the Superdome in New Orleans and beat Jameis Winston's Saints in overtime. After the game, Winston met Daniel Jones at midfield, and they swapped turnovers. Juju Smith-Schuster was reportedly caught mouthing the phrase it's a Ben problem on the Steelers' sideline Sunday. But he wasn't talking about Roethlisberger. He's just re-watching Lost. Facebook suffered through a massive worldwide outage on Monday, so I guess Kyrie Irving had to read medical journals. According to Warriors coach Steve Kerr, Andrew Wiggins did receive the COVID vaccine, so why did we all have to listen to that Draymond Green clip? Clay Travis told me it was the smartest statement on COVID since March 2020, so I'm just wondering why that would be the case if Wiggins disagreed with it and got vaccinated anyway. Just asking questions. Jaguars head coach Urban Meyer apologized after video of him grinding with a random woman surfaced this weekend. Meyer promised we would never catch him grinding again with anything below a Columbus 8. Meyer also apologized to his family because he knows his wife Shelly has a much better camcorder. He just wants to remember that grind forever in 4k. Jet safety Marcus May is facing charges from a February DUI arrest. Unfortunately, the Jets' offense hasn't driven under any sort of influence since Chad Pennington retired. The Yankees lost to the Red Sox in the AL wildcard game at Fenway Park. Sox manager Alex Cora thanked the fans, saying there was a buzz in the air. And that buzz meant curveball. For real though, let this postseason be a lesson to you. If you cheat, drive drunk, or suppress your employees' wages, you will be rewarded with an American League playoff berth. And if you don't want that, you can always coach the Jaguars. That's it. Coming up, First, Cleveland Browns guard and local commercial rapping legend, Joel Batonio. This past week, America became aware of a local commercial to rival all local commercials, where Cleveland Browns offensive linemen, Jack Conklin and Joel Batonio, rapped on behalf of a local Ohio car dealership. Here to talk about his experience on set, is Browns guard Joel Batonio? Joel, how are you doing today? My name
2: is Joel, and I guard the city of rock and roll.
0: <laughs> yes, Joel, that's right. You uh, you guard the city of rock and roll. And and I gotta say, it's an interesting rhyme scheme you got there, man. What what is that? ABCA. My
2: name is Joel. I love to rhyme. I've got the time. Rock and roll.
0: Yeah, Joel, that's a. Uh... That's awesome, man. So, so I've got to ask, you get on set and, and you find out you're going to be doing a Super Bowl shuffle parody. Are you comfortable with that? Have you, um, how do I put this? Have Have you ever rapped before?
2: My name is Joel. I've rapped before. Karaoke on my mom's birthday.
0: Wow. That was, uh, that was ABCD, the, the rare rhyme scheme that features zero rhymes. So you get on set are, are, are you nervous is this your first time on camera three four. i've
2: been on camera before during nfl football games
0: <laughs> you counted yourself in there it's sorry sorry man uh can we just stop talking in raps for a second it's, it's it's a good gimmick but it's getting a little tough for me
2: i wasn't talking in raps This is just my normal voice.
0: Wait, no, what? No, sorry. You're talking exactly like you did in the commercial.
2: I never saw a script. They just roll, uh, they just started rolling as I started talking. Oh, whoa. My name is Joel.
0: Yeah, man, you're
2: Joel. You're Joel. My name is Joel. I, they, they threw me in a
0: van, and I, I just want my life back. Please. Relax, man. You're going to be okay. You still get to block for the Browns. They're a Super Bowl contender. You're not like a commercial man. You're a football player. You're going to be fine.
2: I won't rest. I won't sleep. Until I lock Andrew Spitzer in a room and make him rap against the beat.
0: Andrew Spitzer, the, the COO of Spitzer Auto World, the guys who made the commercial, you you want to lock him in a room? Yes. Yes. What? Oh, that's it. I Sorry, I thought you were going to rap again.
2: Oh, sorry. Did I say lock him in a room? No, I, I definitely did. That dude needs to suffer.
0: <laughs> okay, this is getting spooky and specific.
2: Look, man, Spitzer took advantage of me. You know how lucky he has. He has so many tire irons. My name is Joel. I guard the city of rock
0: and roll, man. Joel, what is going on with you, dude? This doesn't need to be a breakdown situation. I just want to know what happened on set. You're you're threatening the guy who commissioned the commercial with tire irons.
2: Sorry, I really flew off the handle. I just really miss my mom.
0: Oh man, I i'm i'm sorry I, I i'm sorry man i didn't know
2: <laughs> No, my bad No, she's just fine i left her at the karaoke place <laughs> how long ago just about a couple of days her birthday was april 12th and my name is joel and i guard the city of rock and roll
0: no no joel joel april 12th i mean it's october april 12th you have to go get her she she'll be fine she likes edamame (laughs) she will not be joel batonio everybody my
2: name is joel and i'm a guard so pay the toll or get out the yard joel where was that hiding man that was good actually um can we can we do one more actually wrote a poem
0: no sorry joel we 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 don't have time for your poem i'm I'm sorry all right i'm gonna i'll go i'm gonna go (sighs) i'm gonna go get my mom Joel Batonio, everybody. Nobody likes Edamame that much. This weekend's showdown between Tom Brady's Bucks and the New England Patriots was something special. So, to properly celebrate the occasion, they brought out the big guns. ESPN did their pregame show from outside the stadium like College Game Day, and they even got Wright Thompson to record two pregame pieces, which is amazing. He's, like, an incredible writer. But you might not know Wright also did a postgame piece, which didn't get released. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm so proud to be able to play that for you right now.
3: On Sunday evening in Foxborough, a centuries old battle between fathers and sons reached its emotional conclusion. When Tom Brady returned home from Thanksgiving break with a nose ring and a DJ girlfriend, As Brady reared back for his first pass in familiar territory, centuries collided, then folded in on themselves like a galaxy, breathing for the first time. When Brady's spiral broke the Massachusetts sky, an 18th century blacksmith rubbed his son's shoulder, instructing him how to smelt iron. The ghosts of a New England mill town broke free, taking five minute breaks from weaving to play stick and hoop with their colicky children, minutes from death, absorbing the last hours of light before day turned to inevitable eve. When Brady screamed into the night, spittle flying, a military man welcomed his hippie son through the front door, embers of his draft card still hanging on the pleats of his jacket. Yet this famous Bostonian son was always ready to go to war. When Brady's team deferred, giving way to Mac Jones to begin the game within a game, within a wheel, within the head of a needle, that deferral was of a decade or two, deferring memories until the morrow. Fittingly, the game began with a coin flip, the basis of every relationship between earthly beings on this graying plane. If not for the coin flip worthy tuck rule, Brady's career may have been a low whine instead of a feral scream. If not for Malcolm Butler, his renaissance may have turned into an organic juicery in Medford. The coin tangos with the air. The whims of the wind turn the toil into a tattletale and an absentee father nails a note to the door asking for pepper jack cheese if the wife can spare. Brady is the duality. When Brady's Jersey flutters, it is the movement of the whispering pines breathing through the ozone layer to guide the spirals of their favorite sun. There was something spectacular occurring in New England Sunday night, but it wasn't the sport's dying breath. It was a rip in the space-time continuum, allowing TB12 to shake President Andrew Johnson's hand and provide him legislative advice. Yes, it rained. And there was no joy in Mudville that night, for mighty Brady had turned heel sloshing and splashing in the puddled wet rage. What so proudly we hailed. Phew. Okay, done. Hey, so what was this supposed to be about? Football game or something?
0: Whew. Right, Thompson, everybody. Man, that guy sure has a way with words. Sorry, I read that wrong. He sure gets away with words. And now it's time to amplify the voice of the fans in Foxborough. Tom Brady's return to New England Sunday night came with a full press package of tailgating Patriots fans, all of whom NBC had to talk with to get their enlightened thoughts on the repercussions of the event. Perhaps the most exciting one was a woman who called herself Schwartzy, shown leaning way back in the driver's seat of a Ford F-150, who said she couldn't wait to see, quote, her frigging linebackers just pummel the bucks and punish Tom Brady. Here with more thoughts on the game is Schwartzy, everybody.
1: Yeah, thank you. I'm Schwartzy from the TV game. Not a pleasure to be here because our frickin' linebackers didn't do enough punishing frickin' linebackers.
0: Yeah, tough loss, Schwartzy. Uh, I I wanted to get your thoughts on Mac Jones, though, who did look pretty good in a really tough rain-soaked affair.
1: Okay, first of all, That is correct. I am Schwartzy. Second of all, Mac Jones was wonderful, you hear me? Wonderful. If you don't say wonderful right now in agreement, we're gonna have problems.
0: No, yeah, no, he was wonderful.
1: Oh man, I kind of wanted to have problems. But anyway, I love Mac, but it ain't the same. I mean, Tom Brady... And living in my house for 20 years. 20? That's a long time to be living in my house.
0: Totally get it, Schwartzy. And it was clear there were a lot of mixed emotions at the stadium on Sunday night.
1: Oh, especially for me. I mean, Guy shows up in your doorstep in 2001, makes himself at home immediately, takes the extra bedroom, never asks for seconds at dinner, installs a doggy door so your husband can go in and out. My husband is a crawler. Perfect arrangement till 2020. And then boom, all the stuff's gone. And Brian Hoyer's in the spare room. I did not ask for this.
0: Wait, no, okay, sorry. It, it, this is not a metaphor. Tom Tom lived in your actual house.
1: Check the police records. I definitely thought he did.
0: Okay, uh, Schwartzy, may I ask, how did you get tickets for Sunday? Because they were like thousands of dollars.
1: Okay, you got me. I didn't have tickets. NBC photographers found me outside Shaw's Star Market picking up acorns. They say, are you Schwartzy? I say, depends who's asking. They say, NBC photographers want to get your thoughts on Tommy's return. I say, Tom's back? That Tony still owes me $30,000 from the time we went to Foxwoods and I ate the roulette wheel on a dare.
0: Wait, you're honestly telling me Tom Brady did this? Tom? Who? What? Tom Tom Brady, you just said he lived in your house for decades? This
1: entire conversation has been about him? I mean, yeah, that's who he freaking told me he was. Hey, when's he coming back to play the Patriots? Anytime soon?
0: <sighs> Schwartzy, everybody.
1: I am Schwartzy, hear me back.
0: Schwartzy, everybody. A completely real person who you can find at every Cumberland Farms at the exact same time. And now a 2021-22 NBA season preview with one of the hottest basketball content creators in the game. The 2021-22 NBA season is already almost upon us. It's early October. That off season went quick, and I I'm going to be honest, I'm not really ready for it. It's I I have not read up on this season. I'm hearing the names, but I am not prepared. So I found one of the hottest NBA content creators on YouTube, insider and expert Ricky Memon, but you might know him as the czar of crunch time. This guy's content is blowing up on his amazing YouTube channel, and I got him just in time for a 2021-22 season preview. Man, Ricky, welcome to the show. Can you believe the NBA is back?
4: I honestly can't. It feels like yesterday that we were just, uh, you know, Watching uh, the, that glorious finals. Yeah, man.
0: I, I really love the end of last season, but I'm a baseball guy. I got a little distracted this summer, but we're back. And I'm hearing the name Ben Simmons over and over <laughs> again. He's not reporting to Sixers camp. Yeah, he, we all we all got our laughs out, but he's got to go somewhere. Have you heard anything about where B- Ben Simmons
4: is going? Because it's, it's not Philadelphia. No, I, I've heard a lot, actually. From my sources... Uh, There are like eight potential trades. If you plug it in, there are eight potential trades. And, you know, some of them aren't so great for the Sixers. Some of them are great for the Sixers. I think the best one that I see on my board right now is uh, Harrison Barnes, Rashawn Holmes, uh, 2025 first and 2023 third for Simmons.
0: Wow. That that is oddly specific.
4: I, I noticed you said plug it in. Plug it in where? Oh, on a uh, 2K, 2K. Um, you can see a ton of trades that are probably going to happen. Oh, oh, we're
0: oh we're so we're talking NBA 2K, the video game. That's th- these are Ben Simmons trades that like you're doing, not that the Sixers front office is considering, right? Sorry, did I did I
4: misunderstand you? you well, they, yes, they're trades that I'm doing, but the the money matches and the game makes sure of it. So. So it's probably going to happen. Got it. Well, the thing is that Ben Simmons is very difficult in real life, but he's got so many badges.
0: Yeah. Okay. What what are badges? Sorry.
4: Oh, well, badges are a thing in 2K that you get. And um, players with a lot of badges seem to really impact teams. So you really want to go with the players with the badges. And Ben Simmons has, like, a Swiss Army knife badge. That's a big. That's a good one to have, um, you know. So uh, I think any team will be happy to have him. Clearly not the Sixers, even though the Sixers in 2K are winning it all.
0: Understood. Uh, yeah. Sorry. This is a lot to process. Uh, this is great insight. Don't get me wrong, but I, I do want to talk a little bit about, you know, the, the upcoming NBA season. I, I'm wondering, let's, you know, let's shove 2K aside for, for a bit and just use that knowledge. Who are some players who you think are going to be picks to click in the real life NBA season? Ooh, that's a good question.
4: I'm going to pick Cody Zeller. Why? Why? He's got so many badges. You have no idea. Okay. It's like, you you look at him and you're like, yeah, it's just Cody Zeller. And then you're like, wow, 18 badges.
0: Yeah, it sounds like somebody leveled up Cody Zeller. I don't think that has much to do with the season we're about to watch.
4: Yeah, well, you know, it's going to be a pretty ridiculous season. You've got Kawhi out. You've got me in on the Clippers. You've got Kevin Garnett, unretired, back in the league with his 1998 stats. Things are going to be topsy-turvy. Yeah, okay. I, I
0: don't think I can glean anything about what the season's going to look like from knowing that you replaced Kawhi on the Clippers with a creative player of yourself. Do you understand?
4: Yeah, but uh, you know what? I, I realized that that might not you know pan out, so I, I made sure to give myself all 99s. Cool, great, got it. And I have already so many badges amazing that's amazing for you can we
0: just move on to to teams we think are going to succeed this year and
4: remember let's keep this in the nba space oh of course uh okay this is a good question i got i, I think the phoenix shocks are going to be really good i think the providence goals are actually stacked for a relatively new team um the grammar scene grains are fantastic and the omaha laughter they're going to be really good okay so remember what we said you think the
0: providence goals are going to be relatively stacked for a new team i've never heard of them I, I don't think that is a team and you named the phoenix shock there's a there's a team called the phoenix
4: suns there's the suns are in the nba so who are the shock um well the shocks I'm oh, sorry let's, let's let's just let's just be accurate here um well i'm not a big suns fan but i do love phoenix and i felt like there should be an alternative team so The Phoenix Shocks. You know, time will tell. Omaha needs a team. People have been talking about it. People have not been talking about it. Okay, I
0: I don't know why I continue to play this, but I'm giving you try after try. What about teams that you don't think are going to live up to their preseason expectations. Is there anybody you think is going to disappoint you in the National Basketball Association?
4: Yeah, there are two teams that I think that people are kind of overvaluing. One is the Celtics, and the other is the Raptors. I just don't see them making, you you know, the East got better, you know. The East got really, like, so much better. The East got, like, pretty much every star in the league. Okay, so that's a great
0: take. I-, I love that. Can you just expand? Why don't you think the Celtics offseason was a good one?
4: Well, it's like they only re-signed Cantor, and now the Magic have LeBron and Steph and AD, you know, and, and Dre. Like, they can't compete with the-, the other teams in the East. They got better. <laughs> yes, well, one specific team, the Orlando Magic got better
0: by adding all of the league superstars. I assume this is a 2K season with every restriction turn. There's no cap. The Celtics signed Cantor and the Magic signed four <laughs> elite talents.
4: Yeah, I was doing an Orlando Magic rebuild and that's what they're looking like. I think I'm doing a great job with it. Yes, you
0: are. You're doing a great job by acquiring every superstar this league has ever known for the past two decades. That's a that's a brilliant job by you, the GM. Yeah,
4: if the league turns injury off, I think the Cavs might be good, but I think the Raptors are going to stink. Okay, well, I have it on authority from Adam
0: Silver. The league is turning injury off. Yeah, and I also made OG Anadomi four foot ten, so we'll see what happens there. No, we won't see what happens there. I know what happens there. He's going to get dunked on. He's under five feet tall.
4: You might be right.
0: You asked me to ask you this, so I will because I'm a nice guy. Let's say the season goes as we expected. The bad teams stay bad. They look to the draft for salvation. What should the league's worst teams look out for on the draft board next year?
4: Okay, so uh, there is a forward from Auburn that everyone's talking about. It's uh, Arvidas Olajuwon. He's blonde. And that, but, 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 but there are more. It's not just Arvidas Olajuwon. There's also uh, Ricky Dantley, Shaquille Bryant. Tiny Nate Pippin is also going to be really high up there.
0: Okay, so what you're talking about is when 2K randomly splices old players' names together because they can only use existing data. That's what you're talking about?
4: I mean, these people could exist.
0: Yeah, they could. They could exist if Hakeem Olajuwon's wife demanded their child be named after 80s Blazer Arvidas Sabonis, and then they did that and he was blonde.
4: All right, say what you real, but I'm still really high on Wilt Stockton. I am
0: not high on Wilt Stockton. Have you ever been to an actual NBA
4: game or watched one on television? Uh, yes, I was at an act. You know, it wasn't an NBA game. It was a concert at an NBA stadium. Who'd you see? Cage the elephant.
0: (laughs) Okay. Ricky Memon, everybody. Check him out on YouTube if you liked what you heard. I hope that you didn't. Ricky Memon, everybody. Please like, but don't subscribe. It eats him up inside. And now with a final flame, Here's TBS Playoff Baseball announcer, Ernie Johnson. Hello, I'm Ernie Johnson. You might recognize me from
3: the NBA on TNT, but I also do baseball. There'll be no Shaq-related foolishness here. Just me, matter-of-factly telling you about batters swinging sticks and round objects. If you're having trouble finding our broadcast of the MLB playoffs this October, simply fall asleep watching Seinfeld, and I'll be on your TV when you wake up. People say to me all the time, they say, Ernie, you're primarily known for basketball, a good sport. Why are you also doing baseball? And to that I say, America needs to fall back in love with the national pastime again. And who better to help them do that than a sentient turtle from a children's cartoon about fractions. Baseball might not have dunks and blocks, but it does have 65 year old men wearing full uniforms, including the socks. In some ways, that's just as exciting as a behind-the-back pass. Imagine dressing like that as an adult. An old man in a big belt. He thinks he's one of the guys. What tomfoolery. Anywho, accusations that MLB isn't doing a good job marketing the playoffs are just ridiculous. These games are on huge national channels. You can find postseason games on TBS, C-SPAN, Home Shopping Network, silently running picture-in-picture below the personal grills, And on Disney Plus, sorry, misread that, that's Distant Plunk. The sound your TV makes when someone drops it in a very faraway river. So look out for that. Bottom line, baseball has never been better. And the stars will be out this postseason. From Mookie Betts to Garrett something to the guy with the one brown eye. Who knows? Maybe Kevin Durant or Russell Westbrook might even show up to watch. Hey, wouldn't that be something? An actual celebrity. So tune in, won't you? I'll be giving it 60% every day, two hours a day, three days a week, blacked out in 43 states. My thanks to John Shoss, Allison Bowman, and Michael Goodman. See you next Thursday.